Father, we come before your presence in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, almighty God, for all the wonderful things that you've done for us in Christ Jesus. And we thank you, Lord, for sending the Holy Spirit to dwell in us, to teach us, to help us, to comfort us, Lord. We thank you today for the Holy Spirit. We give you glory and honor for being a faithful and just God. In Jesus' name, let the church say amen, amen, and amen. Well, today we are teaching on the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. I believe this is the season for the Holy Spirit to have its right away in the church, in the believer, in the believer's life. The Holy Spirit, Jesus said, uh, he told us, brother, to wait for the Holy Spirit. He said, wait for the Holy Spirit. I wonder why he wanted us to wait. Because he said, when the Holy Spirit comes, it's going to empower you. You will have supernatural power. It will enable you to do everything that I have commanded you to do. He said, the Holy Spirit will not this present when he comes. He said, his presence will continue, be with you. Jesus said, I will be with you again, but I will be with you in the presence of the Holy Spirit on earth. And after Jesus ascended into the heaven, he sent the Holy Spirit back and to dwell in us, to live in us. And now we still have the voice of Jesus, but his voice is speaking through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the boy's voice of the Godhead. John 16 and verse 13, Jesus said, the Holy Spirit shall speak, shall speak, shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. The word of God. He will not glorify himself. He was sent to teach us how to glorify God. Now, the Holy Spirit is more than just a present. You know, we, we love to sit in the presence of the Holy Spirit because it's nothing like being in the presence, in the atmosphere of the Holy Spirit when we have praise and worship God and the Holy Spirit comes down in our atmosphere. It's nothing like that presence. No one can copy that presence. No one can even capture that presence. Only the Holy Spirit can give us that presence. Acts 1 and 8, he says, but you shall receive the power after, after that the Holy Ghost come upon you. And you shall be enabled to witness to me. See, the Holy Spirit, again, is more than speaking in tongue. See, uh, you know, I just think that the Holy Spirit is only good for uh, his work on earth. is just to make us speak in tongue. Well, yes, but that's not the Holy Spirit's main work upon earth, just to make us speak in tongue. Acts 2 and 4, he said, and there and they was all filled with the Holy Ghost. And yes, and what happened? They were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues. We all know after the day of Pentecost, the disciples turned the world upside down. They didn't stay in the temple speaking in tongues. The Holy Spirit enabled them to go out and do a work for the Lord. 
So we, 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 we glory in speaking in tongues, but what about the work that you're supposed to do? The Holy Spirit enable you to become a witness for the glory of God. That is why we have the supernatural power dwelling in us. And when the Holy Spirit came upon them, they changed their direction. Their life would change. So when the whole, uh, we speak in tongues, but on our life are uh, uh, changing the way that the in the day of Pentecost, when the disciples changed the way they live, changed the way they act, this is one of the work of the Holy Spirit in our life. The Holy Spirit <laughs> is more than refreshing water. You know, we we all want the Holy Spirit to touch us again. Fill us again, Holy Spirit. Move by your power in my life, Holy Spirit. That's good. But the Holy Spirit wants to say, I'm more than refreshing water to you. I'm more than that. In Isaiah chapter 44 and verse 4, he says, For I will pour out water upon him that is thirsty and floods upon the dry ground. He said, I will pour my spirit upon thy seed and thy blessing upon thy offspring, and they shall spring up. We shall say, I am the Lord. And another shall say, God called himself Jacob. Another shall call himself Jacob, and another shall call himself Israel. He said, the Holy Spirit is more than water. You know, it's, it's good to, to words of the Holy Spirit always sound good to the believer. And when you say he is like refreshing water, you know, a lot of times we, we are thirsty for spiritual thirst and not living water. Not I mean, God is the living water, but not natural water. And a lot of time uh, we thirst for that refreshing that when we first receive the Holy Spirit, all the joy, my God, that flood out of life. All the joy of his presence. My God, you just went on a high for days and, and rejoicing in the Holy Spirit. But through the years, because we did not fully understand having the Holy Spirit with trials and tribulation, we figure that better we have the Holy Spirit. We have everything now. No trial, no tribulation, no trouble, no problem. But when trials and tribulation come in, a lot of times we, we, we question ourselves about the Holy Spirit. But that is one of the work of the Holy Spirit is to grow your spirit. And the Holy Spirit grow us not through this shouting, not through this speaking in tongue, not through this knowing the word. The Holy Spirit grows our spirit through trials and tribulation and circumstance and difficulty. That's how we grow in grace. That's how we grow in God's mercy. It's, we cannot grow in God's mercy with just that praising him alone, just that talking about him alone. No, the Holy Spirit teaches us and mold us and shape us through trials and tribulation and circumstance and difficulty in our life. They were sent and planned by the Holy Spirit to grow us up, to develop us. And that's why I say the Holy Spirit, uh, he, he manifests itself in various ways. But we're going to get to the main purpose that God sent the Holy Spirit to dwell in us. He said, I, I, I will not leave you comfortless. 
He said, I will come to you, Jesus. And Jesus came to us to dwell in us in the presence of the Holy Spirit. He's dwelling in us. Our body, his temple. We are awesome people. And I thank God for the Holy Spirit and what the Holy Spirit was sent to do. And I think it's time that the church that God's people allow the Holy Spirit to do the job that the Holy Spirit was sent to do in your life. You cannot do what the Holy Spirit can do. No man can do what the Holy Spirit can do. And the Holy Spirit, we're going to talk more about that as we progress in this teaching. Because I believe this is the, the, the season and this is the time, the end time, that the Holy Spirit have a chance to have his right away in our lives. Teach us, change us. You know, we even some of us have been saved for years and still doing the same thing. That's because we have not allowed the Holy Spirit to change us. We can change in the, natural, in the flesh and blood for a season. But after that season, though, we back into our same old way. But when the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, change your spirit, you will not go back into the same old way and act in the same way. That's why I'm saying the Holy Spirit was sent. The Holy Spirit is one of the greatest things besides salvation. The Holy Spirit is the greatest thing that can ever enhance a man. The Holy Spirit is the greatest thing that can ever dwell in the spirit of the believer. There's nothing no greater than the Holy Spirit dwelling in us, walking in us. The Holy Spirit is our daily companion. God said he will always be with you. He will never leave you. He will be with you through whatever going on. He said the Holy Spirit will be with you. And the Holy Spirit is more than fire. You know, we love talking about the fire of the Holy Spirit. Fell in the church and my God, we were set on fire. All that is good. But after the fire sees down, now what? The fire stopped burning. The fire just don't burn. This to come to be burning. God is a, a consuming fire. No way that God will consume us with his glory just for us to feel it and say, oh my God, what a servant. The fire of the Lord fell. Yeah, but the fire had to change you. What can the fire do in your life? Just make you feel good? The Holy Spirit wants to say, I'm more than this fire. I'm more than this exciting the flesh and blood. I'm more than that. Your life cannot flow in the spirit with just feeling the fire. Something has to happen in the fire. Has to burn up something in your life. See, we want the fire. We want the fire, but we need to realize what the purpose of the fire falling in our lives is all about. It's not for me to get goose pimple. Yes, I get goose pimple. Yes, you sat all over the church. But when it's all over, what has changed in your life? You're still that mean, evil person. You're still that, that, that judging and criticizing person. Yeah, but you were just in the fire. The fire of the Holy Ghost that fell upon you. And after you can leave out of the church and a day later, you back into your old self. No, the fire does not change you until you allow the fire to teach you by taking you through trials and tribulation and allowing that fire to mold in your spirit where you can change the way you live, the way you act, the way you treat people. When that fire falls, it's more than this glorifying and put the cloud of glory in the church. That fire is more than that. We just only look at the Holy Spirit, I believe a lot of us, as speaking in tongues. Refreshing our spirit. The fire falling. All the atmosphere just unbearable. All that is good. But where's your change? 
all of this and you still backbiting. All of this and you still lying. All of this and you still sinning. All of this and you still doing the same old thing that you always have been doing. But yet you talk about the glory falling. You talk about how the fire fell. But then look at your life. Have anything changed in your life? No, the Holy Spirit said I'm more than fire to you. I must be more than fire to you. I'm more than speaking in tongues. You know, we put so much emphasis. Oh, they're speaking in tongues, speaking in tongues. You find the even most meanest person in the world, that Holy Spirit gift is on them. They're speaking in tongues, but wow, they like finding up with the tongues. But there has to be a change in your life. That's what the Holy Spirit was sent to do. I said, as we progress in this teaching, I pray to God. That the Holy Spirit keep me on teaching on the Holy Spirit until the Holy Spirit sets of uh, control at, at every person in Outreach Christian Center. I'm praying that the Holy Spirit would set our church on, on fire by doing things for God and living out the fire of the Holy Spirit, living out the refreshing water of the Holy Spirit. All oh, the Holy Spirit going to take us from glory to glory. That's the only way we're going to go from glory to glory. The Holy Spirit would have to take us. And when you talk about the Holy Spirit, the more you talk about the Holy Spirit, the more you become aware and have awareness and a consciousness that the Holy Spirit Spirit is my daily companion. What shall I fear? Who shall I fear? I don't have to complain about the problem. The Holy Spirit would help me in the name of Jesus because Jesus prayed for me and he prayed for us. He said, I pray to my Father. Jesus said, I pray to my Father. And my Father will send you the Holy Ghost. He was saying, I pray, but he's going to be with you. I'm going to not leave you comfortless. He said, because I live, you shall live also. How am I living? And Jesus said, because he lived. He said, you, you're going to live because I'm, my presence is going to be in you. In the presence of the Holy Spirit, I will dwell in you. It is so awesome that we are housing around the spirit of the living God. We are housing around the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit dwelling in us. We are all some people, but until the Holy Spirit have a chance to control your life, to teach you something, we just walk through this earth like a normal person, knowing that we say, speaking in tongues, feeling the fire of the Holy Ghost, the impression of the Holy Ghost, but nothing is changing in your life. Holy Spirit is more than fire. In Exodus, the Holy Spirit used a burning bush to get Moses' attention. A burning bush. The fire want to get your attention. A burning bush. He said the bush was on fire. But the strange thing about this bush, this bush was not consumed by the flames. Yes, we on fire. But can God get your attention? Can God get your attention to what you are doing and that's not pleasing to him? The flames could not consume that bush. Just like the flame of the Holy Spirit. No devil, no principality, no evil spirit can consume the fire that is dwelling in us. Nothing can stop that fire. It is the Holy Ghost power. 
And God said it would stay with you forever. He said when he come, he will abide with you forever, forever. He will never leave you. He will always be with you. He's your present help. He's your, again, your daily companion. Trust in him. Oh, my God. I am so grateful to be called a child of God. I am so grateful that I know when you have a reality, oh my God, we all know about the Holy Spirit, but my God, there's a difference between knowing about the Holy Spirit and having awareness, a consciousness that the Holy Spirit will never leave you. He will always be there to help you. He is your present help. He is your companion. He is your daily help. You would always trust in him. Holy Spirit, I, I cannot see my way through. Oh, Holy Spirit, tell me what to do in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, this is your job. Holy Spirit, I, I maimed and flesh and blood will get to that. Cannot teach me this, Holy Spirit. You are spirit. You can teach my spirit this. No man can teach my spirit this. Holy Spirit, I, I need to be comforted. In this situation, Holy Spirit, I, I, I'm so unrest in this in this situation, Holy Spirit, comfort me. I understand that you are my comfort. God said he would not leave me comfortless. And he sent you back, Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus, the Father sent you back to comfort me. So when I'm in trouble, you, you are my comforter. So I'm going to rely on you to tell me and show me and teach me how to rest in peace in the peace of God that passes all understanding. Holy Spirit, only you can cause my spirit to rest. And when you call my spirit to rest, Holy Spirit, my spirit can overrule flesh and blood. My spirit will say flesh and blood, you be still. My spirit will teach flesh and blood, you're not going to be upset on this flesh and blood. When the Holy Spirit can comfort me, then I can control my flesh from acting like a fool. Congress to God. What a God. What a God. What a God that we have. Oh my God. He is so precious. Holy in your name. The Holy Spirit is just more than glowing the tongues. The fire that's set up on him. It's more than that. The Holy Spirit is more than wind. You know, I have heard it so many times, and it's true. Oh, I was in this service, my God, in the fire, in the mercy, in God's spirit, where I could feel the wind blowing in there. Oh, yes. Yes, he is wind, but he's more than that. But what happened when the wind ceased? Did the wind blow that hell out of you? <laughs> oh, praise the Lord. Could the wind change the way that you treat people? When the wind blew, did it blow junk out of your life? Or you just got excited? See, a lot of times the Holy Spirit excites flesh and blood, but never touch your spirit. That's why a lot of people are not changing when they're speaking in tongues. Because it's only touching your flesh and blood. It sounds good. That Gloria Mashana, Gloria Mashaka. Oh, that sounds so wonderful. Yes. But what is it doing in your spirit? Is it making a difference? Is it changing you? Or you just love the sound of the Holy Spirit? A lot of us love the sound of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is more than a sound. The book of Acts. The Bible said, suddenly, a sound of a rushing mighty wind rushed in there and they feel all of them and they spoke in other tongues. But they didn't stop there. Somehow or another that sign of that rushing mighty wind created something in their spirit. 
that they turn the world upside down. So when the Holy Spirit comes, it's a change that has to take place in your life. You just remain the same, speaking in tongues all the time and nothing changing in your life. Only exciting your flesh. No, the Holy Spirit is more than exciting your flesh. It's more than speaking in tongues. It is an awesome power that was sent to do awesome things in your life. We have a job on earth. The disciples turned the world upside down. And I think right about now, we need to turn the world upside down by being a witness for God. And the Holy Spirit was sent to empower us, to enable us to be a witness for God. That is why it's one of the reasons why it's swelling us to teach us how to be a witness for God. And if the souls now are dying and going to hell, where are the people of God that fill with this anointing power, fill with the Holy Ghost, and always talking about the Holy Ghost? Well, can the Holy Ghost do anything else in your life? Is this the Holy Spirit? Is he your daily companion? Is he able to comfort you when, when things come in your life? Where is the Holy Spirit now? Why? I mean, if we really believe all of what the Holy Spirit was sent to do in our life, there would never be a complaining word come from a Christian mouth. There would never be judging Christian. There would never be lying back by an ungodly Christian that speaking tongue. If you was aware and conscious of the presence of the Holy Ghost, we do all these things because we're not a presence of the, he said, holy, 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 the Holy Ghost dwelling in us. You will have a reverence and a fear in your heart for God. You will be careful what you do. If you knew that you were housing around a, a holy God dwelling in your spirit. We won't be so loose tongued. No, because we do not have awareness in our spirit. This awareness in flesh and blood, and that's for a season, for a moment. But not something to change your life. I said, boy, it is, this is awesome. He said, there a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house. Yeah, it rushed in the church. Seen it rushing out with Christian Center so many times. But I have not seen that change. I have not seen the wind of that fire blowing just out of the people. It's more than that. The Holy Spirit is more than a comforter. The Bible said, Jesus said, I will pray the Father. And he shall give you, he shall give you another comforter that he may abode, abide with you forever. And like I said earlier, the Holy Spirit present never leaves a believer. It's with you forever. Forever it will be with you. Whether you enjoy his, his work in your life, whether you enjoy him comforting you, but he's still there. He's still you to acknowledge that I'm here. I was sent here to dwell in you, to comfort you. Why did you run in all the other places looking for comforter when they cannot, they was not sent to comfort you. May was not sent to comfort you. May was sent to teach you, but God knows no human being on this earth can comfort a spirit because it's a spirit. Man can't do nothing with the spirit. This will get come out more as we continue in the teaching. The Holy Spirit is more than the abiding presence of Jesus dwelling in us, dwelling in the believer's spirit. Oh God, how sweet does that sound to your ears that the Holy Spirit abide 
twirling our spirit in, in us, representing Jesus, the Holy Spirit. <laughs> he said, I'm more than the spirit of life that dwells in you. I'm dwelling in you, but can I control you? If I'm dwelling in you, living in you, can I control you sometimes? I am the voice of the Holy Spirit. I am the voice of God, the Father, God, the Son. When I speak to your spirit, can you listen sometimes? Can you obey? So I'm just not dwelling in you for you to go around and say, oh, I'm feeling with the Holy Ghost. And I'm going to speak in tongue and all that. Yeah, but what about your lifestyle? See, one of the fruit of the Spirit is evident that you are listening and the Holy Spirit are leading your spirit. The Holy Spirit not going to lead you to be evil to people. The Holy Spirit not going to lead you to be mean and, and backbiting and judging people and can't get along with even the people you see every day. You think that is the leading of the Holy Spirit? You think your daily companion would lead you not to like people? Oh, I just don't like them. I just, you think that's what the Holy Spirit was sent to teach you to hate people, teach you to judge people, teach you to be so self-righteous, teach you how to lie more? You think that's what the Holy Spirit came to do to teach you all these things? No. The Holy Spirit came to make a difference in your life. Amen. You know, I, I praise God for the time and opportunity, and I thank God for Irish Christian Center and my family. They have been so wonderful to me since my husband had passed, and I give God the glory for each and every one of them. How the men stepped up to the plate and make a difference, how the deaconess stepped up, and the whole body of Christ. I truly thank you for supporting Outreach Christian Center and keep us afloat in the mighty name of Jesus. May God bless each and every one of them until we meet again. God bless you. Bye-bye.